Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Sunrise on this beautiful, sunny Sunday, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. We love you guys. We have some fun things planned for you guys today. And welcome to all of you online watching as well. Welcome moms watching. I think today we have um, some donuts after the service, so we're going to be Loving on those donuts and moms watching, we offer you a virtual donut to enjoy at home with us. Why don't you guys stand as we prepare to worship our God this morning and sing and praise. Please pray with me. God, we love you today. We are excited to be here together corporately to worship you, to sing, to praise, to offer up our hearts to you, God. May you receive our hearts of praise. May the things of the week, the stuff from work or stuff from school, we just uh, lay those things down right now that we can offer you our attention, our focus this morning. Um, God, we give you ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship. God, 
strong that overcomes the raging sea. Let faith be the song that calms the storm inside of me. Let it rise. Let praise arise. Let it rise. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. Fear cannot survive when we praise you. God of breakthroughs on our side, forever lifted high, with all creation, God, God, we praise you. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. This is what heaven looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. Fear cannot survive when we praise you. The God of breakthroughs on our side. Forever lifted by with all creation, God, God, we praise you. See that we'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. Fear cannot survive when we praise you. Let God of breakthroughs on our side. Forever lifted by with all creation, God, God, we
God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves in 99. And I couldn't earn it, I don't deserve it, still you give yourself away.
God, you are good. You are kind. God, thank you for your unconditional love this morning. Help us believe those words that we just sang this morning. Help us believe that you would leave the 99 and search for us. No matter what our past may be, no matter what our lives may look like right now, you see past all of that. We may feel guilt, we may feel shame, but there is no guilt and shame in you. You see our hearts. God, impress upon our hearts that love this morning that you feel for us. A love that we can't really even comprehend. A love that went to the cross to die for us. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you this morning. We love you. We give you our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Would you guys take a seat? Good morning, everybody. How's it going on this fine Mother's Day? You know, I don't want to take too much credit for it, but for those of you who remember that today was Mother's Day, I just want you to know that I reminded you a few times last week. My name is Dan Fisher. We're glad that you're here with us today. Whether you're in the room or you're joining us online, you're here for the first time and you've been here for a while, I want to point out to you that there's a QR code in the chairs in front of you. There's also a handy one up on the screen. If you're following us online, there's a link that will show up for you. All of these kind of function as like a Swiss army knife for you uh, to get to know us in ways that are helpful for you to ask any questions, even to helpfully distract yourself while I'm up here. This is for you. Uh, We're glad that you're here with us this morning. Uh, Next Sunday, we will not be meeting in this building. Instead, we're going to meet on the south end of Hager Park. Uh, We're going to take that Sunday to celebrate all of you who put in all kinds of work to make this place run. We're going to provide the meat and the buns, and then we've divided up the alphabet to help you guys bring the stuff that that we think will help round out a good meal. So, A through H, we're going to need you people. You're bringing the desserts, okay? I'm looking for you. I through Q, you're bringing the fruits and the veggies. Sorry, you drew the short straw. The rest of you, (laughs) you're bringing a side dish, okay? You don't have to RSVP. If you're volunteering, we're not going to ask you to say anything, to do anything. We're not even going to have the service live streamed. We just want it to be a fun time to get together. So we'll do a a service like normal. We're going to be right beside the big new ropes course over there for kids. That's not the right terminology for it. The ropes playground pointy thing that even I climb on sometimes. That's there. There's going to be plenty of opportunity to have fun outside, to play games, hang out, have some great food, especially desserts, A through H people. Uh, That's going to be next Sunday. We have a Sunrise Kids Day Camp happening this summer. And if you want to be part of that, we do need you to RSVP. There is a cost that goes with it. It depends on how many weeks you sign your kids up for. You can sign them up for one of them. You can sign them up for a few of them. You can sign them up for all of them. We are signing up our kids for all of them. (laughs) Men's softball is coming up starting soon. It starts on the 6th, January, February, March, April, May, June. That's next month. It goes for nine weeks. Cost is $50 per player, and it includes a jersey. You are more than welcome to be a part of that. Lane Hoover is the person to text 
to contact. His phone number is there on the screen. If you can't read it well there, it's on our website, on our announcements page. You can find that there or in our handy-dandy app where you can get a hold of people in our directory that's there. Another event that's happening, this is tomorrow night. This is not in response to the question that we got last week about pub and theology, which is for men, but this is wine and theology for women. This is happening tomorrow, 7 p.m. Stephanie Fisher, beautiful-looking woman back here in the yellow dress, who is also a mother. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, That's going to be at 7 o'clock. You are more than welcome to to be a part of that. You do not have to be part of Sunrise. You do not have to have been to any of the previous wine and theology conversations to come and be a part. You also don't even have to drink wine. It's just a fun time for women to get together to have great conversations, enjoy some drinks, enjoy some conversation, uh, and so come be a part of that if you would like. There's one more announcement that I'm going to have Audra Kotman come up and help me make. Sorry, I don't know how to fill this time. <laughs> Here you go. Yep. Hi, Sunrise. Um, I'm Audra Kotman, and I just wanted to invite all the ladies to our women's brunch. It is May 21st. Um, it'll be at, at Sunrise. It'll be from 10 to 12. Um, I, is there a slide for me? Do we have a slide for this? Well, anyways, <laughs> if you could RSVP ideally by next week so that we can kind of get a head count so we can have enough of everything um, and kind of just prepare. We're having a fun special time and we're just really looking forward to getting to know each of you better and um, just to build community. Awesome. Thank you. Sorry that there's not a slide. But the QR code is a way that you can let us know that you're interested in that, and we can get you the information that you need. Okay, so I'm going to have you guys stand up. Kids, give your moms a hug. Tell them Happy Mother's Day. In just a moment, we're going to have the kids go out to their spaces that we've crafted for them. Adults, while they're doing that, fill up your coffee, say hi to the folks around you, and we'll continue our service in just a couple of minutes. We're going to go ahead and keep our service going. You guys want to find your way back to your seats. Again, a happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. As you make your way back to your seats, I'd like to read a a poem written by Amy Young. To To those who gave birth this year to their first child, we celebrate with you. To those who lost a child this year, we mourn with you. To those who are in the trenches with little ones every day and wear the badge of food stains, we appreciate you. To those who experienced loss through miscarriage, failed adoptions, or running away, we grieve with you. To those who walk the hard path of infertility fraught with pokes, prods, tears, and disappointment, we walk with you. Forgive us when we say foolish things. We don't mean to make this harder for you. To those who are foster moms, mentor moms, spiritual moms, we need you. To those who have warm and close relationships with your children, we celebrate that with you. To those who have disappointment, heartache, and distance with your children, we sit with you. To those who lost their mothers this year, we grieve with you. To those who experienced abuse at the hands of their own mother, we acknowledge your experience. 
this Mother's Day, we will walk with you. It's a beautiful poem written by Amy Young. Mother's Day is a great day of celebration for many moms, and for many moms as well, for many women, it is a day that feels a little bit heavy. So we thought a poem like this is helpful for us to acknowledge all of you. But we also have a video that many of you participated in helping us create to help celebrate mothers as well. Let's go ahead and watch this together. I love mommy about because, because she brings me to school every morning and she gets me ready. I love that she takes care of us. She plays me, moves me, um, only when it's time, and when it gets a little hard to wait, she helps me calm down. Cooper, what do you love about your mother? She is um, helpful and um, nice. What I love about my mom is that she has a beautiful singing voice. She comes to all of my races even when weather is not pleasurable. She brings me zero hour every day, even though neither of us want to go. I love you because you take me camping. I love you because you take me and make so I love you because you're funny. I love that my mom is helpful, is kind, and takes care of us. Oakley, can you say mama? Mama. My stepmom Becky, and a funny thing that she does is play pranks on strangers in public. She uh, likes funny videos and she shows them to me, which helps me calm down. She gave my fr bird, um, Frederick, a bath um, in her hands. Porter so. boy, what is something mommy does that's funny to you? That was wonderful. Good job, kids. <laughs> uh, one of our outtakes, I, I, I'm going to assume it's okay for me to share this. In, in one of the outtakes, a kiddo answered the question, what's something funny that your mom says? And the response was, sometimes she says, holy Lord. <laughs> I loved it. It's wonderful. Um, so uh, what we are doing this morning is we're, we're doing kind of two things. One, we're talking about life after Easter, but of course we're also celebrating moms. Uh, there is a beautiful picture that is painted in Scripture of this idea of love and strength. And I think that the picture of what love and strength looks like coming out of Easter uh, is nuanced a bit by the fact that Jesus came and gave his life. He resurrected and offered us a new life. And there's something in that for us that teaches us a new way forward as we look at something like love and strength, but also helps us look back at the past and things that have already happened and to recast what has happened in a new light to help us see the depth of the love and the strength that is there. And so this morning's conversation is primarily going to be, if you're looking at scripture, a look in the rearview mirror to help us see, again, this depth of strength and of love that we as followers of God should be carrying with us into the life that we seek to live, following and putting flesh and blood on this 
day of Easter. And so we're going to do that this morning, and I hope to do that um, in a somewhat compelling way that doesn't just acknowledge and celebrate and help moms live well, but all of us to live well. So let me pray, and we'll start in our conversation. God, thank you for this morning. Thanks for moms. Man, we sing these songs like we did earlier today about this overwhelming love, this love that feels so generous that we could, some of us think incorrectly, some of us think correctly, call it reckless, that it overcomes all of the walls in life. It knocks down walls. God, I don't know a love that is more like that outside of you than the love of a mother. And so we celebrate that love. We celebrate that we can see in our moms, in the investments of women, pictures of you in ways that we just cannot see them in the stories and in the lives of men. And so God, thank you for this morning. We pray that this is a time that is helpful for us and honoring to you. In Christ's name, amen. Okay, so how many of you have been to the emergency room because your kid has had croup? Yes, okay. For how many of you did that happen during waking hours? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It always seems to happen in the middle of the night, right? Like I know that we found ourselves in the emergency room a couple of times with our kids because children are not supposed to sound like seals. And when they do, it feels like your world might be crashing down. And it's hard because it's at the end of the day, You've had a long day at work or out in the yard or at home with your kids, and all you want to do is go to sleep. And all your kids want to do, 30% of the time, is also go to sleep. 70% of the time, they want to play. But then there's that minuscule slice where they just don't feel well. And try as we might, dads, if you are like me, it is hard to stay awake. My wife can tell you interesting stories about me not being awake in the middle of the night when she has been awake. There's something about the love, the heart, the strength of a mother who stays awake with her child or wakes up with her child in the middle of the night. So this idea of croup, just a few weeks ago, we had someone in our own family who needed to take their child to the emergency room, wondering if their child was able to breathe well enough. And those parents stayed awake past one o'clock hour, two o'clock hour, sitting in uncomfortable chairs, holding a child, watching a child lay on a bed who is just not comfortable. And in those moments, if you have been there, you almost feel like there's nothing that you can do except to be there, to offer your presence, and to help that child know that you're not going to go anywhere. I think this is a beautiful picture. Not just of the love that moms have for their kids to throw away the idea of going to sleep for the rest of the night, even though morning time is rushing towards those moms when they are going to have to get dressed and go to work or stay at home with their child who is still sick, get the other kids ready for bed and try to figure out how to take care of breakfast and lunch and dinner and work with a spouse who's trying to rotate or trying to spin all kinds of plates on their own fingers, and yet it is moms who show up and do that. 
it's easy for us to look at moms and say, way to go. Man, that's exactly what you should do because you're a mom. And, you know, like, high five, great, but, you know, we got other things that we got to do. But if we can stop and if we can acknowledge what's happening, we can see and celebrate not just the strength and the love that is in that mom in those moments, but we can also take the time to understand that there are fewer clear pictures of the love that God has for us showing up in the way that a mom shows up for her children. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you, and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. These are the words of God who is saying to followers of his that even though there are moments in your life where it feels like you can't breathe, and you're crying out to me, and you need help in ways that only I can offer you hope or comfort, I'll show up for you. And I think the best picture of this kind of a God who shows this kind of a love for us is found in spaces like this. Moms comforting their kids. There's another picture here. Um, (laughs) It's a beautiful picture, isn't it? A mom holding her child close, these intimate spaces and moments that a dad just cannot have with their child. If you breastfed your children, and this is not a commercial for breastfeeding, so if you didn't, that's okay. But whether you held a bottle or you held a baby close to your breast, you know this feeling where your child is playing with your necklace or scratching at your skin. You can hear those coos. And there's a closeness there that you feel if you're aware of it slowly slipping away because at some point that child is going to grow up and not want to do this with you anymore. But then there are also those moments that don't feel quite so sentimental because you've got torn skin and you've got bites and scratches and it hurts and you have clogged ducts and it's just not comfortable. How many of you as moms forgot that you needed to feed your child? Oh, you know what? I was in the middle of jeopardy. I'm sorry. You need to be fed? I don't get very many emails about that from moms or dads in my office. Because moms just don't do that, right? Moms know because their bodies, if you're breastfeeding, your mind, your heart is so focused on caring for this child that you know they need you to give of yourself in a way that a father can't in order for that child to survive. It's a beautiful thing. And only moms who have done this can experience the depth of a love that is felt for a child, can know that it doesn't matter what time of day it is, what it is that you're doing, if your child needs you to sustain them, you will stop doing what you're doing with or without a smile on your face, with or without cracks on your skin, and you will help your child get exactly what it is that they need. And a dad just can't do that in the same way. And so this, again, I think is a beautiful picture of the kind of love, the kind of strength that our Father in Heaven has for us, that if we continue to only look at the examples of men and of fathers, we just cannot see or experience. 
There's a richness here in seeing a picture like this, understanding as moms these moments and the depth, again, of love that you have for your child and the way that you give of yourself, giving your body for your child, makes verses like these telling us about God's love for us stand out even more. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child that she has born? Though she may forget, which isn't going to happen, I will not forget you. God says to us, there is a way that I want you to know that I think about you all of the time, that I will give myself for you. I will give you my body. I will give you my time. I will hold you close when you need comfort and sustenance. And the best picture that God can come up with to communicate that to us is not a CEO who's working extra hours. It's not someone who's starting their own business. It's not a college student who is staying up way past their bedtime to work on projects. It is the picture of a mom holding and feeding her baby. This is a picture of love and strength. A lot of women and their spouses, their significant others, will have plans to have children, desires to have children. And you put together all of these ideas, these goals of what your children's lives will look like. I mean, we did it for our own kids. Sam was supposed to grow up and be a six foot eight basketball player who dunks over everybody. <laughs> You're laughing because you know that's not happening. Also, that's not the expectation. But we have these ideas, right? Like our kids will grow up, they'll go to this school, they'll have these abilities, they won't say these words in front of other people. They'll grow up in this tradition, they'll make these kinds of friends, they'll cheer for this team, and we have all of these kinds of plans that we put together, right? They'll live this far away when they're adults, because that far away feels like it's you know, good distance, but it's also close enough that we can interact well, we can have great relationships. We'll get together for Thanksgiving and Christmas and all of our birthdays and Mother's Day and Father's Day. After all of Sunday services, if we all go to church, which we will, then we'll have lunch together, <laughs> and it'll be glorious, right? We have all of these different kinds of plans. But you know as well as I do that not all of our plans for our kids actually come to fruition in the way that we hope they would, right? If, in fact, if we were to put a percentage on it, I don't think the percentage would be that high. And so what do we do in those cases? What do we do when it feels like our kids, when they have grown up or as they are growing up and they're setting sail into the world, it feels as though we have lost what it is that we hoped for? Or... We've been waiting and praying and trying and going to fertility appointments to try to have children, and the hope that we have had to have children seems to be blowing off into the wind like the wind taking away the little pricks of a dandelion. What do we do in those moments? I mean, it's easy in some cases when things seem to be falling out of your hand when you're trying to grab at them and yet they just evaporate, we can just give up. We can think to ourselves, oh well, we can 
minimize the pain, the hurt. We can try to grab on to what we hoped would be there and try to force it to happen and cause all kinds of stress and chaos in the lives of the people around us and our kids. And in those moments where what we want to have always in our possession, always having, seeking, pursuing what it is that we've wanted our picture of life to look like, the question becomes, what do we do with that? What do we do when it feels like what we've wanted is lost? Whether it's the hope of having a child or we have kids and the relationship that we want with them isn't exactly the way that we hoped that it would be. What is a picture of what love and strength looks like in those moments? Again, I think it's the picture of a mom. In Luke, Jesus tells a parable. He tells us this story about a woman who's lost some of her money. She has 10 silver coins and she loses one of them. She has hopes for what these coins will accomplish for her in her life. She doesn't, doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and her neighbors together and says, rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. This is a parable specifically about God looking for his children. If you were to look at this strictly through an academic theological lens, this is a picture of God who is looking for his children who are lost and sweeping the house and doing all he can to find his children. But it's interesting that the gender that's assigned to God in this story is not masculine. But it's feminine. It's a picture of a mom who has an idea of what her life would look like. Whether it's coins or kids or whatever it is. And what she hoped would be isn't. And if you've met a mother, you've met Perseverance, who will do anything she can, whether it's to look out the window waiting for her child to come and see her, or it's sending texts and trying to find out how their child is doing, or praying for that high school or college age student, hoping and praying that someday the parts of their lives that don't seem complete would be completed. And the picture is of a mom. There's love and strength in the picture of a mom. I have some friends who, a few years ago, went through some really difficult times. They wanted to have children. They had an idea of what their life would look like. They went through fertility treatments, and they finally got pregnant. They had a beautiful baby girl they were expecting, but along the way, they found that she didn't have the vital organs that she needed to survive. And so they gave birth to a little girl named Faith, who was alive for 45 minutes. She wasn't even supposed to live that long. And the strength of that mom... And that dad responded in those moments when the coins of their life seemed to be lost by continuing to seek, continuing to love. And they've put together an organization called Faith 45. And what I'm holding in my hand is a box that inside has all kinds of gifts 
that have been specifically and uniquely picked out to help encourage and support and honor moms whose coins are lost. This is not a commercial for them because I want to try to get them money. It's a story I'm sharing with you because they are investing what they can through the strength and love of that mother to help love and support and offer strength to other moms. And so they actually were on the radio not too long ago, just in the last week or so, I think, and they are now shipping out these boxes at a higher volume than they have in the past because one out of four women have experienced the loss of a child. And so these are boxes that are available. I'm going to open this up and show it to you. And there are all kinds of things in here that can help support moms. This box is one that they let me take to show to you guys. And it's a gift that's up here if you know someone or you are someone who has lost a child. If you want to grab this today and offer this to a mom as a Mother's Day present, you may do that. No fighting, please. But that's there. The fact of the matter is, the job of a mother is difficult, and the only way to do it well is to show up, to be there in the moments when there are blowout diapers, to be there in the moments when a kiddo needs to stay up late into the night and talk, to figure out what in the world you're going to feed your family when you've gotten home late and your significant other doesn't have the time or the opportunity to be able to put something together. It's in those quiet, not very fancy, not super glamorous moments of life that moms show up. And they offer a love and a strength that when God is trying to communicate his love for us, that's the picture that best shows up to communicate his love for us. And so it's hard. Moms, some of your postures look like this. Some of you, as you're offering comfort, feel like this. Some of you, when you're holding your baby close and you're feeding them, want it to always feel precious and beautiful like this. And yet on the inside, you can be holding it together just barely. We celebrate you for your perseverance, for your love and your strength, even in these moments. We know that you'd do it again. At least we hope so. If you wouldn't, don't tell us. Because it's moments like these where you can see and celebrate the love of a kid who you would do anything for comes through. And it's these kinds of pictures that don't just show us the love of a mother for her children, but of a God for you. This is strength. This is love. This is being a mom. God, thank you for moms, for loving us in ways that the best way we can wrap our minds around your love for us is to look at our moms. For moms here today who are tired, strengthen them. For moms here today who feel discouraged, use us to encourage them. For mothers here today who are clear examples of your love and of your strength, we thank you. For those who are calling out for love and strength to be added to them, allow us to be a good picture of you, offering love and strength to them.
God, you love us so well. You show up for us. You comfort us in the moments where we need it. You give us from your own body what it is that we need to be sustained. And you love us well in the glamorous and not glamorous moments of life. And God, for that we give thanks. In Christ's name, amen. At the end of every service, we close with a song. We close the way to respond. Not necessarily to what I have said, but maybe to things that you've been thinking about in the course of our time together. Maybe it's been a song that has stuck out to you, a picture that was on the screen or something that was said. We do believe that in these moments, the invitation is not just to passively sit and listen, but to think about ways that we can integrate into our lives the truths that we gather during this time. So reflect on how you can do that. As we sing, join us in singing. Stop and think. Pray if you need to. There's a bucket in the back. If you'd like to give financially to the ministries of Sunrise Ministries, uh, we invite you to do that too. But we're going to sing as we close our service.
whisper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you are. stop working you never stop you never stop working even when i don't see it you work even when i don't feel it you working you never stop you never stop working you never stop you never stop working even when i don't feel it you work even when i don't see it you working you never stop you never stop working you never stop, you never stop working Even when I don't see it, you work Even when I don't feel it, you work it You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you never stop You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are Yes, that is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you are. Oh, that is who you are. 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 Moms, we would not have a clear picture of who God is, as clear as it can be without you, without the love and the strength that you bring every day, even in the moments when you feel like you don't have any left to give. So thank you. Thank you for your love, for your strength. We love you. We have an opportunity out here in a space set up where if you'd like to, we can take pictures of you with your family, whoever is with you who you'd like to take a picture with. So stop by. It's at the, in the lobby here, just right outside the doors. You guys have a great week. Be good to your moms. 
love you guys.